In this episode, you're going to meet Kristen Goss, also known as Goss Boss. What started as a business and career in visual storytelling has morphed into so much more. With over 15 years of working in production, her journey has led her to specializing in helping female entrepreneurs and professionals gain confidence in their careers and as women. She has helped her clients with branded visuals like photos and videos, as well as confidence coaching. I love this episode with Kristen. We talked so much about how to create confidence within yourself to really step into the powerful women that we are. We covered so much ground in this episode, and I cannot wait to hear what you all think and for you all to listen in. So pop in those headphones and let's go. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining on this season of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. This season is so special, and I cannot wait for you to listen in. I'm bringing on some guests that have incredible, empowering, and inspiring stories to share with you in order to inspire and empower you to grow the business that you desire and to live the life you want to live. So pop in those headphones and let's listen in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. I am so excited to introduce you all to Kristen Goss. Her and I have known each other for a few years, and she's one of the few entrepreneurs I've actually had the pleasure of meeting and hanging out with in person. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. So nice to see you and uh, be chatting with you after a couple of years. Can you believe it's been like three and a half years? since that retreat. I know it's, that was such a transformational point in my life and in my business, but even so, so much has happened since then. And I just, I think that was, it was 2018, correct? Right. The fall of 2018, we were Mm -hmm. in San Diego together and wow, it's, it seems like yesterday, but so much has happened since then. <laughs> Isn't that like I feel I feel like it was just the other day and then I'm just like my son wasn't even one yet. And my husband and I were just talking about it this morning. Like he's a year from kindergarten. Yeah, I, I know. I know. We both had babies. We both yes! had babies. And we were like, peace out, East Coast, we're going to California. <laughs> yeah. And you were you were kind enough to bring your family along. I I needed a mama break. And so I, I went out there by myself and, and got to meet so many wonderful women that I had known just online or were meeting for the first time. And like I said, it was so transformational. And I I really, truly miss that. I have not been yeah. to any in-person conferences or retreats since then. I did the Sparkle Hustle Grow retreat in, in 2019 right before everything, you know, kind of went crazy and shut yeah. down. But since then, yeah, I, I miss that so much because I'm such an extrovert and I love getting to chat and meet with people. And that is just such a, a nice part of being an entrepreneur and being a business owner is getting out and meeting just, you know, especially women from, from all over and learning their story and, and their industry. And I just, I loved it so much. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I'm, I've been very lucky where I've been able, aside from 2020, no, I even attended a conference in 2020, it was January and it was in Nashville. (laughs) It was just like, we all got back and we're like, 
four weeks later, the world is burning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been, I've been very gracious or very grateful rather that I've been able to attend an in-person conference at least once a year, which is really, really nice. Cause there's just something that empowers and inspires and lifts you up and you get to make all of these incredible relationships that you kind of see the ripples of those relationships for years, obviously. Right. Yeah. And it, it does, it does carry through and, and it's so nice to start that relationship or nurture that relationship in person and then continue mm-hmm. seeing the success and following their journey online yeah. like with you. I mean, you know, we had some, some good conversation at that retreat and to see where you are in your business now with everything, yeah. it's just, it's so wonderful to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back at you, just like the crazy, like just how much both of our businesses have grown and changed. Like success on the lens <laughs> wasn't even a thing when you and I met. And I don't think Gospas was a thing when you and I met, or it was just starting, right? In its infancy, for sure. And, you know, I think I, I've grown a lot in my business. But also, you know, being a photographer, being an in-person service provider, having to, oh, this awful word, but pivot after right. COVID and, and realizing that there were a lot of things that I had been thinking about behind the scenes, you know, about my business specifically that I really now have the extra push to pursue because, because of COVID, because of realizing that there are other ways that I need to work aside from pushing the shutter. Yeah. Being on set. I love that. So today we are going to be talking about how to create confidence. And I loved this topic for this season. It And it's kind of funny. You guys obviously don't like see the behind the scenes, but Kristen and I have actually tried to do this for like the last three months, I feel like. And we have, like, I had a sick kid. She had a sick kid. Like, we're just like, this isn't working. So at the time that we're recording this, we're getting ready to launch season four of the podcast. And as you all know by now, like we're totally revamping season four. And we're really talking about, you know, stories that inspire and encourage you as a photographer, but just also just as a human, Like you know, I feel like we're always learning and putting information into our brains. I really wanted a season where we can just kind of talk about what it's like to be a person and how to better ourselves and listen to other people's stories. So getting to chat about how to create confidence with you today is something I'm super, super excited about. I'm so excited about it because it is a topic that has kind of carried through the entirety of my business for the last six years is how to create confidence as a business owner and as a woman specifically, because there have just been so many milestones in my life where I felt really good about myself. And then so many times where I've felt less than, yeah, you know, really learning about just some different mindset exercises and some things that we can do to, to really lean into the love that we feel for ourselves and how that can really carry over and translate from our personal life to our business and vice versa. And it's something that, you know, like you said, a lot of people, you know, they talk so often about education and the tools you need for your business and really tangible things that so often we forget about the inner work. 
Yeah. And that's where it starts. That's where confidence starts. You know, when I work with clients, you know, their first question is, how am I going to do my hair and makeup for the shoot? And it's like, let's take a step back. Like, yeah. You can have all of that on the outside, but if you don't do the work on the inside, then you're not going to feel confident. So tell me what that looks like for you. Like, what has that journey looked like for you over the last six years? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it comes down to becoming a mom Mm. and really changing as a person, I think inside and then also outside body image issues. You know, I, I think I could even take that back to childhood. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) Not that this is like a talk therapy session, but I mean, I think so much of the struggles that we have as adults, obviously start in childhood. So, you know, I think for me as a child, I, you know, always had some extra weight. And so I didn't really look like the other girls. And, you know, especially as a millennial, we grew up in a time where society and media just really promoted this certain body image. And mm-hmm. I didn't look like that. <laughs> right. And so then I think becoming an adult, you, you deal with that and you struggle with that. And then after I became a mom, my body changed and I was not myself because I, I poured so much into my son. My mm-hmm. first and I think you know, I can kind of, like I said, mark these different milestones or times in my life. And I think the first time recently that I felt less than was after I had my first child and that was in 2015. And I was really struggling with my corporate position. I felt like I didn't belong there either. That life just wasn't for me. I couldn't sit behind a a desk for eight hours (laughs) and not be creative and, and not be mobile. And then, you know, I had my son And I just felt like, like, what am I doing? Like, I just was so lost and insecure and, you know, then started my business and through working with other women, I, I felt like, okay, I'm starting to kind of feel better about myself. I'm really helping them. I I'm creating an impactful business. And then I got pregnant with my second child (laughs) and And then my dad passed away suddenly. And so you throw in being pregnant, being grief stricken. And that, that was just a very low point in my life. The business was doing really well, but personally, I just felt, like I said, less than. Yeah. And so those were kind of some important, you know, moments in my life. And, you know, honestly, COVID was a lot of things for everyone, good and bad, but Honestly, I can say that I came out of the last, I, I, I would say, year and a half. So from 2020 to about halfway through 2021, came out of that rough time, the most confident and the most secure in myself and my business that I've ever felt. And it's weird because COVID, like, <laughs> it was tough. You yeah. know, it, it knocked a lot of people down and, and I felt that for sure. But, you know, everyone was like so worried about, you know, getting some extra weight during COVID because I'm staying home. Mm -hmm. I was drinking a little more than normal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, and so, you know, everyone was like so concerned and they're like, Oh, I'm just like so fluffy or like so big. I gained weight. I got to lose the COVID 15. I'm like, 
I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And I'm just like the most confident and most secure. And it's just the strangest thing. Like society still, I think to this day, like we are trying to, I think, do a better job of, you know, promoting bodies of all shapes and sizes. And yeah, but I think still they're trying to, you know, make you feel like you have to fit in this like mold. But honestly, I don't feel like that anymore. And so I think that's kind of my journey. It it just, like I said, it kind of started in childhood. And then I think once I became a mom times two and going through COVID and all of that, it's been a wild ride, but I'm so happy to be on the journey that I am and kind of the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely understand where you're coming from, from childhood. And one of the this quote that has like stuck with me. Do you follow Elise Myers at all on TikTok? I flippin' love her. She cracks me up, but she came out with a statement a few weeks ago and it was part of like a longer monologue on, on TikTok. But the big thing that stuck out to me is I was made aware of the size of my body long before I was ever taught how to love it. And that quote Mm -hmm. has smacked me in the face so many times since I heard it. Just like, holy cow. And that's, that's, I feel like it's true for every single girl out there, you know? And I, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's so much work that has been done, but that needs to continue to be done to encourage girls to be more confident in their bodies yes. instead of, you know, like us, we're sitting here at 30 something years old. You're 30, right? <laughs> 34. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I was like, I to think about it. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how old am I? I feel 21. Right. 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 You know, waiting because I feel the same way. Like over the last couple of years, I'm the heaviest I've been, but I feel stronger, better, more confident now than I did when I was 24 and like six sizes less. Right. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. So I, know. I, I wish we had, I, I want the goal society, if you're listening for us to, to reach that before we're freaking 30 years old, you yeah. know? So yeah, I'm right there with you is my point. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree. And you know, sometimes I, I sit back and I, I try to analyze everything. And sometimes I think, you know, maybe some of it is just a maturity thing right. where yeah. it's like, you're getting older and you're just like, you just don't give a fuck anymore. Right? Yep. You're just like, yep. I think that comes with age for yes. sure. But I also look at my daughter who's four years old and, you know, she said to me a couple months ago, no, mommy, I don't want any more to eat. I don't want my tummy to get big. And I'm just like, oh, what? Like, who told you that? Right. I didn't tell her that. I, you know, I think being the, the mom of a girl, a young daughter really has me biting my tongue a lot and not speaking out loud those negative thoughts or that negative self-talk that sometimes creeps in because it does. It that's does. Never, it, that's never going away. I'm right. sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the most confident and love yourself the most, but those negative thoughts aren't going away. Yeah. But I, I do bite my tongue in front of her for sure. But yeah, I mean, there's still so much work to be done because why is my four-year-old saying to me those things? And she's only yeah. ever said something like that. I think the maybe once or twice, but it was enough to stop me in my tracks and go, wow, like that's not okay. Yeah. No. You eat because you 
want to be strong, you want to grow and, you know, fulfill your need of being hungry. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about how much or how, li- like, it's just, it, it was really, you know, I think a sad moment as a mom and, and realizing that, yeah, we still have a lot of work to do because she picked that up from somewhere. It wasn't my right. house. <laughs> right. Right. So when you think about your journey, do you feel like there was a key player, a key moment, an experience that was like, okay, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. We're not, I'm not going to sit here and talk to myself like this. I'm not going to sit here and feed into the negativity that my brain is constantly telling me. I I mean, I think it's probably, I can't identify one specific moment or one stretch of time. I think for me, the anxiety and depression and grief that I dealt with, like after my dad passed, um, I just didn't want to be in that place anymore. And I think part of that was just the internal dialogue that I was having with myself. Yeah. And this, this pressure, this emphasis on growing my business and being successful and looking a certain way and feeling a certain way, you know, like it, it just was, was constant. And, you know, like I said, I mean, I attribute a lot of this success with my confidence to, to 2020. And I mean, it kind of came to a head at that point, you know, when they, when we were all home and I was home with the kids and trying to run the business. And like I said, just away from everyone, which was not, not great for my mental health. It just, I, I was real low. And so I just kind of decided, like, I just am not going to lean into those negative thoughts and let them take over. I'm not. And so I think I can't say that there was like one specific day or one specific time. Right. But I think, you know, there was just something in me that kind of snapped and was just like, you can't, you can't live your life like this anymore. Yeah. And so I, I don't, I, I really, you know, good days and bad days for sure. Mm -hmm. But what I teach my clients and what I practice myself is just really leaning into the things that I love about myself and not giving mind to the things, the nasty things that, that may come up. I know for me, I, in therapy, I refer to it as my cassette tape, which is so funny because that's going to be like an obsolete term here soon. I'm going to say that to somebody. They're going to be like, what's a cassette tape? <laughs> but that's, that's what I refer to it in my head. And actually I started the, this is so like cliche, but I saw started my self-love journey almost exactly nine months to the day my dad passed. So hearing that for you, I was just like, hmm, that's interesting because yeah. I was, I was like, I was super depressed. I was very anxious. I didn't have, uh, we didn't have Davy yet. But I was just living in this place of just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I could find joy in nothing. And my mom was like, okay, I need you to listen to this one CD. Again, another obsolete term here soon. (laughs) (laughs) On repeat until you memorize it. And I thought she was nuts. (laughs) I was like, there's no way. This is dumb. But she made me promise. And I'm a 
goody two shoes. So I did. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of the chapters from The Secret. And it started this, it started replacing the cassette tape. My cassette tape up until then, and I was 24, up until that point was always, I needed to lose weight. Always, I wasn't small enough. Always, I wasn't good enough. I made mistakes. I couldn't do anything well enough for someone to stay, right? Mm -hmm. So the cassette tape, I started slowly replacing it. And then over the last eight years, it's been where before it was, I would have good days where my original cassette tape would be replaced. Now it's, I have bad days where my new cassette tape reverts back to the old. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? absolutely. So I feel like one of the ways that I did this, because I don't, when you first start on this and tell me if it was different for you, when you first start on this journey, you don't even realize everything you tell yourself. You don't even mm-hmm. like recognize the negativity in your brain because it's it's been part of your life for 20 30 years. So what I had to do is I had to physically sit down and write. I did this every day for months. The things that I was happy about. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even just my body or how I looked or felt. It was everything in my life. I'm grateful for my husband, grateful for our house. I'm grateful for my job. And like just this repetitive craziness, but it literally helped sh- reshape how I thought about everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I still just, I think it was maybe yesterday even find myself as, you know, it's now May when we're recording this and, you know, obviously the narrative still is the summer body. Right. So like I still find myself going, well, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose five pounds because it's the summer and, you know, I'm going to, be wearing tank tops and swimsuits and shorts. So it's okay that I'm like a little, like a little heavier right now because it's going to be summer and I'm going to lose weight. And then like just the other day, I'm, I was literally standing at my fridge and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, like you don't just because it's getting warm and you're going to be wearing shorts and tank tops. Like that doesn't mean you have to lose weight. Right. And, and what makes you think like, I think for so long, yeah, it was that, that narrative of, well, if I lose weight, I'll be happier. No, I'm completely happy and content and confident in my life right now. So why do I even need to lean into that? Yeah. And as long as you're healthy, like I, I think, you know, you have to (laughs) do the right things to make sure that you are healthy and and, in your mind and your body, obviously, but you know, I think it's it's hard because there are still some moments where you can lean into back into that old narrative but I think the point is that that's okay that's going to happen mm-hmm. but just being able to shift and come out of that yeah. and so I always say to my clients like have the courage to move on those negative thoughts are never going to go away you need right. to acknowledge it you need to feel it and then you need to have the courage to move on because those don't define you anymore yeah. So are there any practices? Cause I know this isn't something that I ever did, but I've, I've seen, I'm on therapy talk, you know, so I've seen <laughs> things, <laughs> you know, I see where it's worked for, for some people where they write all the things down that they don't like about themselves or hold against themselves, that kind of thing. And they set it on fire 
or um, of course I go for like the most volatile option <laughs> or like <laughs> nicely release it in a river. <laughs> like, is, yes. Do you do anything like that or have you? No, I don't think I've, I've never personally done anything like ritualistic like that. <laughs> um, I, you know, I have two journalism degrees, but I cannot journal for the life of me. <laughs> it's so hard. I did group therapy um, last year, 2021, and we had to write and take notes. And that was like such a foreign concept to me. I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. I, I have the five five minute journal. I have everything. It's just not for me. So I think that's a great practice if someone is you know, interested in that or, you know, find success in in that there's actually a a practice when it comes to body image specifically. I love, love, love Katie Storino. If you are not following Katie Storino, Mm -hmm. she is on social media at Katie Storino, S-T-U-R-I-N-O. She started out working in the PR industry in New York City, and she started this blog called the 12-ish style because at the time she was a size 12. And did not see that size represented in the fashion industry in New York. Mm -hmm. And so she would, um, you know, post these pictures of her wearing stylish things as a size 12. And she's no longer a size 12. I think she identifies more as an 1820 right now, but she's amazing. She wrote this book called Body Talk. And she has a practice where it's basically, you know, you're standing in the mirror. And I think for so many of us, (laughs) sometimes we avoid that, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. You're, you're just really going to lean in and focus on the things you don't love. But she says, when you start to do that, so you're standing there in the mirror and like, it's not even where like you're making it a practice, but you could just like literally be changing in front of the mirror mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, and you start to say those negative things about yourself and you just look at it and you say, nope, like as simple as that. Like you just, nope, not going there. Like you just cut yourself off. Yeah. And I think to me, that has been helpful because those, like I said, those negative thoughts are going to creep in, but you, you have to cut yourself off. You have, you cannot let yourself feed into it. Feed into it. Yeah. yeah. Because then it's just like, it's, then it's just the snowball effect, right? Then it's just yeah. like, okay, well, I've got the little mommy pooch. Okay. Well now I don't like my thighs because they're too big. Oh, turn around. Look, there's cellulite. It's like, you know what I mean? Like once it starts, it's really hard to stop, but yeah. like, if you at that first that first thought, nope, you just cut yourself off. Yeah. And and then you can move on. And so I really love that because her book is is very visual, which I love as a photographer. It's very colorful. It's filled with a lot of graphics. And to me, I'm I'm such a visual learner. So like just seeing that, like even just with, you know, big bold font, nope or no. Yeah. Um, it, it was really helpful. So I think that's, you know, a good practice when it comes to, to body image issues for sure. Awesome. So when you are working with your clients and helping them kind of shape the way to confidence, what are some regular objections, issues that you kind of have to help them navigate? So I think for a lot of my clients, when it comes to confidence, I think think there are three main areas that women specifically, the women that I work with struggle with. First is life and relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second, of course, is business and career. And the third, which is what we've already touched on, which is body image. 
And so those I feel like are the three key areas in which we struggle because, you know, especially with life and relationships, setting boundaries is so hard for, for us as women, as entrepreneurs. And so that's personally, (laughs) and then setting boundaries professionally, you know, and trying to live up to what, you know, other people's version of success is, which may not be yours. Right. And then lastly, you know, body image. I don't like the way I look. And if I change it, then I will be happier. Right. Which we know is false as well. Yeah. Um, You absolutely can love who you are and in your current state. And you should 100% expect others to love you in your current state without having to change. So those are kind of the three different areas that, you know, I help my clients with. Disclaimer, I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. But, you know, the biggest thing is, is knowing that I have done this work myself. Right. And that when it comes to coaching, aren't we basically just accountability partners? Yeah. And, and hype girls like that. Yes. <laughs> I changed my name in, uh, on Instagram and it's, you know, Kristen slash Gosswas slash hype girl, because that's what I am, you know, and that's what it's all about is, you know, having someone in your corner to support you and yeah. to help guide you because it's hard to, it's sometimes really hard to find that motivation yourself to even know the right things to do mm-hmm. and the right things to say, you know, especially when the dialogue has been so negative for so long. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was one of the biggest like breakthroughs. I don't know if you'd call it a breakthrough, but it's definitely a light bulb moment for me. And I told my therapist about this. So you guys can laugh at me. I have quote unquote, like multiple personalities and they each have names. (laughs) (laughs) And I have lazy Loretta. So she's like, my lazy Sunday, we're reading books, girl. Then we've got productive Pam and she's my husband's favorite uh, because she's the (laughs) one that like does the dishes, get the laundry done, cleans the house. And he's like, Pam visited today. Didn't she? Like, yeah, Pam Pam was was, uh, in the, in the hot seat today. So this was a few months ago. I was, I remember it so clearly. I was walking up to our faucet in the back of the yard to turn the, uh, the water on for the horses And I was really anxious about something. I can't remember what it is now. And the main cassette tape told anxious Allie to like STFU. And it was the first time in my life, my entire life, I'm 32 years old. First time in my life where the main person wasn't anxious Allie. It was the first Mm -hmm. time she ever got a name because that was the state I had lived in for 30 years. So when I was, when it was this moment, I was like, oh my gosh, she's like her own thing now. It's not me. Like, yeah, she's Allie. And then there's still me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I think it's, it's, it was just this incredible experience where like, you know, I've been in therapy for a little over 18 months now. And it was just this whole, like almost full circle moment where I started therapy because I was so anxious. I was so worried all the time about everything all the time. (laughs) And to have a moment where I was like, holy crap, like that's not the norm anymore. It was just a really cool 
Well, but wait, and now I can't even remember why I brought it up. I know there was a point, but now I don't remember. <laughs> well, it just was. that your your inner dialogue was shifting, right? Yes. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's the point because it's yeah, it's for so many of us it has been so negative and yes. so just hard for so long. And once you see that shift, yeah, I mean, you absolutely need to needed to celebrate that moment because there is progress to be made and and progress to be seen because it is a journey. You know, I always say like, there's no like finish line, right? Right. Just as, just as I tell my clients, you know, before I photograph them, like I can't give you a magic potion or I don't have a magic wand, you know, just give you this confidence for your shoot. But, you know, as much as I say that, that, you know, there's, there's no finish line, there's no you know, trophy or medal you're going to get at the end. Like, right. no, you're just going to be fucking happy. Right. <laughs> like, that's, right. the, that's what you get. And, you know, that's of course not going to be every day. Yeah. Um, there are going to be moments, there are going to be setbacks, but just being where I am and knowing how far I've come to get to this point, like that is the greatest reward ever. Absolutely. So I know we talked about like you look in the mirror and it's a nope. Like we have a nope moment. What when you have a bad, I call them bad brain days or bad bad head days. So like that's how I refer to it. When you have a bad head day, what are some steps that you take to kind of get you back on track? Yeah. I mean, I kind of think about or I have three different kind of areas that I, that I talk about when it comes to, to confidence and kind of how you can really do the work. And, um, you know, the first one is to feel good. So doing things to feel good in your mind, body, and spirit, your body, of course, eating well, getting good rest, exercising, moving your body. Like I never promote the extremes, obviously. (laughs) So, but you know, making sure your, your body is not, you're not feeling sluggish. You're not feeling run down, you know, in your mind, practicing affirmations and, you know, trying to keep your stress level down, which as we know is difficult, but yeah. setting those boundaries, removing yourself from situations where you feel like you're going to have extra stress. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, you know, also leaning into your network of supportive individuals. And so whether that's friends, family, your partner, and, you know, if you need extra support through talk therapy, a mastermind community, you know, other community members, you know, in your church or your neighborhood, really leaning into and, and asking for, for help or support through people that, that love you and want to help you. Yeah. And then, you know, feeling, feeling loved. And like I mentioned earlier in the chat, finding people who love you in your current state and mm-hmm. practicing self-love and positive self-talk. And so there's got to be, you know, even in those low moments, in those down days, there has to be something that you love about yourself. And it doesn't have to be something on the outside. Right. <laughs> it could right. be, I kick or I cook a, a kick-ass hamburger on the grill. Yeah. All right, sister. That's, that's what we're writing down today. You know, like you could be having the absolute shittiest day about your, your, your body. And you're just like, I can't cool. Then lean into something that you do love about yourself and, you know, 
those are just, you know, a couple of the tips that I have because it's, you know, being confident is about, you know, feeling good, feeling loved and feeling supported. Um, and knowing that you aren't, or you shouldn't be on this journey alone. Yeah. And finding people who can really, you know, help lift you up because as much as I've done that for my clients, I appreciate it and need it for myself as well. Absolutely. So it's like, (laughs) I do this work and it's like, I do it for you as much as I do it for me because I need it just as much too. Absolutely. So when someone is looking to try to build kind of their hype girl community, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we all need that. I, yeah. I've been, you know, I've been really blessed. Like since becoming a business owner, it's kind of built itself naturally because I'm an introvert. I will not talk to you if you put me in a room that I do not know anyone. <laughs> I am petrified. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, hey everyone, I'm Kristen. Yes. And I need <laughs> you in my life because otherwise we would never have met. Yeah. <laughs> So when, for someone who is a bit more shy, is a bit more reserved, how do you recommend, or what do you recommend to help find that community? Well, I mean, I, I would think that maybe someone who is more shy or introverted could maybe start with finding folks online or, you know what I mean? I feel like it's sometimes easier to, to just connect with people online through a computer, through a phone. And knowing that the words and dialogue exchanged can be just as helpful as going out and meeting people and being with people in person. You know, I think, especially now we live in a very much, very much a a virtual world. And so I think that's totally fine because, yeah, I mean, even just yesterday I posted on Instagram, I was like, um, I feel like my life is a series of breaking points. It's like every day I say, this is my breaking point. And then I survive. And then it's like, you know, just this season of life is so difficult because I have young kids. They're always sick. And, you know, I think today is like my first kid-free day and I can't even tell you how long. But just getting messages back from a handful of other people who said, same, like girl, same. I'm in the same boat. I feel you. You're not alone. Like just made me feel so much better. And it was like, okay, yesterday was a bad day, but today doesn't have to be like that. So that like gave me the encouragement to kind of shift my mindset and approach day with like a better attitude. So, you know, that would just be my advice, you know, and I think it's probably easier to be vulnerable and to share behind a phone and behind a computer. Absolutely. (laughs) I was, I was talking to a friend of mine. We were talking about therapy. I'm super open that I I go to therapy. Like there is zero shame that I go to therapy and I was talking to someone about it and she's like, you don't go to in person. I'm like, no, I've never met her in person. We've always had video calls because she's up in Louisville and I just, I'm not, I just don't like to drive that far. And she's like, really? I'm like, I love it. I feel like I have my little security blanket with my laptop. Yep. That woman does not know, like, there's nothing that that woman does not know. <laughs> and I don't know that I would have <laughs> opened up as quickly as I did if I had been, like, sitting right next to her. 
<laughs> right. You know, so I think I think that's super smart. And Facebook groups is a fa- great place to to look. There's so yeah. many great Facebook groups, whether it's local groups or you know larger groups on a global scale. There's so many fantastic groups that you can plug into. Yeah, I mean, obviously, with you know today's digital age, there's there's pros and cons to everything. But yeah. I think what an absolute amazing pro is just being to being able to connect with people from all over because yeah. there is someone out there who is relating to you and and or inspired by you and they don't have to be in your neighborhood they don't right. even have to be in the same city like it's just mind blowing sometimes to me that i've had the opportunity to connect with so many women and and, and share stories and vulnerable moments and you know we're worlds apart basically yeah and i just think that i mean that's what it's all about is just connecting with with other people and you know obviously business brings a lot of people together but yeah once you get to know someone and you get to know their story and you can find you know other things that you can connect on like mm-hmm. that's what it's all about and hopefully, you know, you can find more um, inspiring and empowering stories in yes. this season of this podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that's why I wanted to do, you know, this completely different season on the podcast is, especially in the summer, we are, I feel like the summer is a weird mix of slowing things down while also being insanely busy. Yes. <laughs> you know, because for <laughs> photographers, you're doing weddings, you're doing engagement sessions. And then if you're a parent, then you've got kids at home, you're figuring out summer camps and after like all of the things. So like things feel slow-ish, but then it's also like your life is chaotic every single day. So trying to sit down and listen to even a 20 minute podcast on like how Pinterest is going to help you just didn't feel like that would serve anybody. <laughs> so like, can, I'm not adding Pinterest right now. Yeah. Buy my shoes. <laughs> yeah. I, I can agree on that for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just, you know, life sometimes, yeah. but, but yeah, I really love this. I not so much anymore because I am leaning into other pillars of my business, but for the longest time I referred to myself as a visual storyteller because you know, with my background in journalism and really trying to, you know, find the stories of of people, their personal brands and their businesses, and and bringing them to life was and and actually still is important to me because that's what it's all about. Is just you know, and and it connects so well to to the confidence journey as well. Is just that you are so unique, and that is the best thing about you is just that you are you and you are so different. Yeah. And I have been so blessed to make that my business is <laughs> just bringing that all to life through visuals, you know, and then hopefully with, with glow, which is, you know, the, the confidence pillar of my business and more of these education and, and resource resources on creating confidence can, can just kind of, mash the two together. Yeah. And, and like I said, just kind of bring it all to life for, for everyone. I love that. All right. Well, I, we covered so much ground and I love everything that we touched on. If you 
wanted someone to walk away from this conversation with one thing, what would it be? Well, I kind of close out everything with three affirmations that are really meaningful to me. So if you're listening, I just want you to close your eyes for a second. And I want you to take a deep breath. We're going to go in through the nose and out. And then you're going to repeat after me. And Jen, this is for you too. Okay. <laughs> I am worthy. I am worthy. I am loved. I am loved. I am enough. I am enough. And those have been so helpful for me. And I hope for your listeners, if you are having one of those really down days or tough moments, just reminding yourself that you are worthy of success. You are loved and you are loved by many people that, you know, maybe are close to you in proximity, but maybe far away online. And then you are enough. And those affirmations have helped me in a lot of tough situations. And I just encourage everyone to slow down, close your eyes, take that deep breath and, and say those things out loud. It helps. It really does. Yeah, <laughs> It's one thing to, to say it in your head. And I think that it could absolutely still be helpful, but um, to say it out loud is, is really meaningful and awesome. impactful. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So as we wrap up today's episode, normally I would do a couple different questions, but we're keeping this season super fun. So we're just going to stay with my most favorite question anyway. If you and I were to go grab drinks in Pittsburgh, where would we go and what would we have? (laughs) Okay. So Pittsburgh is I don't, I don't know if we're famous for this, but we do have a brewery here called Iron City. Okay. And if maybe your listeners are not familiar, Pittsburgh was a booming steel town back in the day, right? A lot of uh, the skyscrapers all over the country were built with steel made in Pittsburgh. And so steel workers, iron mill workers, um, they were tough dudes and they love their Iron City beer. So my husband told me that they are building an Iron City Brewery out near his work. And so if you were to come to Pittsburgh, I would take you to the brewery and we would have an Iron City beer. I love it. I love it. (laughs) You may have your Moscow mules down there, but uh, (laughs) we have good old, good old Iron City beer. (laughs) Hey, I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Where can our audience find you and hang out with you? So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. My handle is at glow with Goss Boss. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Okay. Thank you. Bye y'all. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.